Welcome to this 30-minute full body yin yoga deep stretch. We're going to start with some centering today. So you are going to rest back on your back. You can lie with your knees bent and your feet flat on the floor. Feel the support of the earth underneath you. This is a great way to transition from whatever's come before into your yin class. So continue to rest back here. I'm going to sit up and guide you into the class. We live in an anxiety-producing world where we are pushed to perform, accomplish, and achieve. This energy is considered really yang. Even a lot of yoga is outwardly focused on obtaining the shape of postures, getting a good workout, or losing weight. In this kind of buzzing energy that reverberates through our life is known as more yang energy. With yin yoga, we seek to find balance with more yin-focused energy. Yin is the qualities of melting, unfolding, releasing, yielding, centering, easing, internalizing, feeling, slowing, surrendering, merging, sinking, allowing, softening, calming, exploring. They're very much more feminine qualities. Yang is the sun and the day. Yin is the moon and the night. We need both. And the thing is, we tend to have way more yang energy in our lives. When we practice yin yoga, we can balance that excess yang. So yin yoga is a quiet practice that allows us to slow down, to listen, to do less, and connect with the wisdom of our bodies. So as you take all of that in, just reflect and see what it is that you would like to receive from this class. You can go ahead and form your intention. And once you've formed your intention, you can bend your knees, roll to your side, and make your way up to seated. We're gonna start our first yin pose which is going to be butterfly pose. All our poses are going to be three-minute holds. I'm just setting our timer for us. So we're going to start with butterfly pose, and we're going to be in it for three minutes. So you might want to have either a couple of cushions, or if you have yoga blocks, it doesn't really matter, cushions or blocks, to support your knees. You're going to bring the soles of your feet together, create a diamond shape in your legs, and then you want to feel sensation on the insides of your legs. And you're going to fold forward until you feel that sensation on the insides of your legs. So we're going to be in this pose for three minutes. So yin yoga is a genre of yoga that focuses on the deeper connective tissues that wrap around the joints, particularly in your hips, your pelvis, and lower spine. 
is really quite different from most forms of yoga, which focus on your muscles. With yin yoga, we're holding the poses for longer periods of time, usually for about two to five, even sometimes upward of 10 minutes, rather than for five breaths. So most forms of yoga focus on the superficial muscles rather than the deeper layers of connective tissues, ligaments, joints, and bones that we focus on during yin yoga. Now, muscles respond really well to the faster rhythmic movement that you find in the forms of yoga like hatha, vinyasa, yoga flow, because this increases their fluid content, giving them more flexibility and strength. But in yin yoga, we put stress on the joint and that helps to build their uh, strength. But uh, sometimes it can also um, lengthen them, but it really helps to build the integrity of the joint, the ligaments and the connective tissues. You're going to slowly come up and out. And after we've been in a yin pose, I like to do something called feeling the rebound. So you're going to go ahead and just rest back on your back again. And this gives you an opportunity to feel the flow of chi. You might feel some energy moving on the insides of the legs, maybe in your lower back. Okay, our second pose for this full body yin yoga deep stretch is banana asana. I love this pose because it gets into the side body and the spine. You're gonna take your feet over to the left corner of your mat and then side bend over to the left side of your mat. And you're gonna take your arms overhead. You can either hold on to your elbows or your hands. You want to choose something that you can stay with for three minutes. You can even, if your shoulders are really tight, you can even uh, put a pillow underneath your shoulders to 
make it a little easier for you to soften the edge. So choose what's going to work best for you. So in yin yoga, we practice something called three main principles of yin yoga. And we'll be focusing them on this in this beginner yin yoga full body class. The three principles that we're going to focus on in this class are edge, resolving to be still, and staying for a while. So we're going to explore each one in depth. And the first one is um, finding an appropriate edge. So finding an appropriate edge means that remembering that this isn't an aesthetic practice. It doesn't matter what the pose looks like. If you're feeling it, you're doing it. So edge is not sharp shooting pain. It's not burning or electric. It might be a dull ache. It might be uncomfortable. So if the sensation is burning, sharp, stabbing, or electric, if it's especially intense in a small area, then this can be indicating that you're overstretching or potentially damaging your tissue. If the sensation is more of a dull or aching or throbbing, then this indicates that your tissue is being tugged in a way that is healthy. If tingling sensation occurs, that could be a sign of damaging a nerve or a blockage of blood flow. Pins and needles can be a consequence of too much pressure in a particular part of your body and a sign that you need to shift the, the shape. So that comes from Norman Blair, his book, Brightening Our Inner Skies, Yin and Yoga. And those are all things to consider when you're in a pose and f finding the appropriate edge. Now, I'll repeat those for you on the other side, too, because I get a lot of questions about all of those things that you might experience in a yin pose. Okay, you're going to slowly lower your arms and come back to the center. And pause here in the center and feel the flow of chi, maybe through your spine, through the right side of your body. And then we'll go ahead and open up the left side of our body by taking your feet over to the right corner of your mat, side bending over to the right side, and then taking your arms overhead. You're going to be on this side for three minutes as well. So you can either hold on to your elbows or your wrists. 
You can also put a pillow underneath your arms if it's too much for your shoulders. So let's continue to review EDGE and I'm going to share some of those things again with you that Norman Blair talked about that you might experience in a pose and might be reasons for you to back off. Because I think it's good to hear those. Sometimes you feel those things in a pose and it's good to know what they are. So if the sensation is of a burning, of sharply stabbing or electric, or if it's especially intense in a small area, then this is indicating that you're overstretching or potentially damaging your tissue. If the sensation is more dull or aching or throbbing, then this is normally indicating that the tissue is being tugged in a way that is healthy. If tingling sensation occurs, that could be a sign of damaging a nerve or a blockage of blood flow. Pins and needles can be a consequence of too much pressure in a particular part of your body and a sign of the need to slightly shift the shape. So these are all things that we need to consider when choosing an appropriate edge. Okay, you're going to slowly release banana asana from the side of your body and come back to the center. Just notice how you're feeling. Let yourself receive that posture. And then for the next pose, I'd like us to do some keyhole for our hips, a really nice deep hip stretch. And the way I've been loving doing it recently is to use the wall because then you don't have to use your hands to hold your legs at all and your shoulders can really rest into the ground and also it's a really nice deep hip stretch. So you can do it right here on your back if you don't have any wall space, but it's really nice to use it, your foot against the wall. So I'm going to move my mat so my foot's against the wall. 
Okay, so you get your hips right up against the wall. They don't need to be too close to the wall, actually, because if they're super close to the wall, it's a really intense hip stretch. So legs up at the wall, cross your right ankle over your left thigh, and then you'll bend your left knee and bring your left foot down the wall as much as you need to, to feel sensation into the outside of your left leg and into your left glute. And you're gonna be here for three minutes. And you can see what I mean, your shoulders can be really relaxed here and you can be in a really nice deep hip stretch. This is a nice position for knees compared to sleeping swan or pigeon. So I really love this position. So continuing to speak about edge, another thing that you want to think about to know if you've chosen an appropriate edge position in the pose is that you want to be able to take a breath that is slow and unlabored. If your breath is shallow, then you've gone too far in the pose and you can back off. And in this pose, you can just take your foot up the wall a little bit and see if you can take a deeper breath. The instruction that I like to follow, it really helps my logical mind, is to come into the pose about 70% 70 effort, 74%, <laughs> that could be even better, 70% effort in a yin yoga pose. So you want to feel sensation in your yin yoga posture, but if you come too deeply into your posture, you'll feel too much resistance, and you end up stopping the flow of chi, and this really goes against the yin quality of yin yoga. It becomes our normal experience to push and strain and to go deeper in all things in our lives, including yoga. And, you know, ask yourself in this class, what would it be like to let go of the pushing, the straining and the struggling in your yin yoga practice to do less, to let go of the hustle? Okay, so you're going to go ahead and release the pose on the side. Just bring your legs up the wall again. Feel the flow of chi into your outer thigh and glutes. And let's go ahead and set up this pose on the other side. So this time you're gonna cross your left ankle over the top of your right thigh and bend your right knee until your foot comes on the wall and then slide it down the wall until you feel sensation in the outside of your left thigh and into your left glute. Remember, 70% effort. You're gonna be here for three minutes. 
So you want this to be something that you can stay with for a while, that you can soften into. This is such a great pose to relieve low back pain. Letting your belly be soft, breathing into your low belly. Okay, going to release this pose from your body. Take your legs back up the wall and just feel that flow of chi into your left glute, up the left side of your outer thigh. And then we'll bend our knees and roll to our side. And you can leave your mat here if that works for you or move it back to a better spot in your room for the next pose. Okay, from all fours, you're going to walk your knees over to the right side of your mat, lower your left hips down, 
take your left arm out to the side and rest the left side of your head on the ground. And you're going to stay here for three minutes. You want to have an opening in your uh, chest on the left side so you can play around with the level of your arm. So if you're not feeling any sensation, generally if you raise your arm a bit, you'll feel sensation into your chest and your pectoral muscles. So in yin, the, the third principle, the second principle is to be still. Allow your muscles to soften. Let gravity take the weight of your body. We want the energy to pool in the deeper layers of the bones and the joints. So if we continue to move, energy will stay at the more superficial layers of the muscles. The stillness of the poses will also allow us to access the yin qualities of surrender, ease, relaxation, restfulness. Additionally, the stillness allows us to explore the physical sensations and emotions that will arise without our habitual reactivity and impulsiveness. We're learning to soften into our discomfort, cultivating non-abandoning attention, softening the muscles and allowing gravity to take us will also allow us to access the deeper connective tissues that wrap around the joints and the bones. Soften your jaw, let there be space between your teeth. Soften the space between your eyebrows. You're going to go ahead and release this pose from your body. Come on your back to feel the flow of chi.
And then you're going to come onto your all fours again. And this time you're going to walk your knees to the left side of your mat, lower your right hip down, take your right arm out to the side. So resting the right side of your head on the ground and you can adjust the position of your arm either higher so that you have more intensity into your chest or lower so you have less. You're going to be in this pose for three minutes. So the third principle of yin is that you're going to stay for a while. And this is a beginner class and it's also a 30 minute class. So we're staying for three minutes. Now in a more advanced yin class, we might stay for five minutes, anywhere up to 20 minutes. And the reason we stay longer in a yin practice is that it helps to affect the deeper connective tissues that wrap around the joints and the bones. Muscles love the fast, rhythmic, repetitive action to develop strength and flexibility. But connective tissues require slow and gentle traction in a passive way over a longer period of time. So connective tissue is more plastic in nature compared to muscle, which is more elastic. This dense and less pliant connective tissue needs time and the effect of gravity over time. So just like braces work on teeth, the deeper layers of our connective tissues respond to slow and gentle traction. You're going to go ahead and release this side from your body. Okay, so just feel the flow of chi through the right side of your chest down your right arm. 
And then from here, we're going to take our blocks. And if you don't have blocks, it's okay. You could use pillows just to create an incline for yourself. So you can open your chest or you could roll up a towel or a blanket to open your chest. And you're going to lay down over them. You're going to be here for three minutes again. So here we're really opening up the chest, a great counterpose to all of life because so many of our activities require us to be rounded forward. So this is a lovely passive back bend. You can play with the height of your arms again to open up the chest more or less. So in a yin yoga practice, we are embodying the yin energy of dropping inwards. So I like to think of yin yoga as a way of life. So not only are we dropping inwards to our felt sensation and our yin shape, but we're also dropping the yang energy that we carry. Plans, preoccupations, ambitions, identities, and frustrations. With the yin yoga practice, we are embodying the yin energy of relaxation. We consciously relax the muscles of the body so that we can access the deeper layers of the body, including the connective tissues, ligaments, and bones. With yin yoga, we are surrender surrendering the yang energies of persevering, holding on, defending, pursuing, asserting, continuing, controlling, advancing at all costs. Instead, we are letting go. With yin yoga, we release the yang energies of frustration, resistance, agitation, and wild ambition that pre preoccupies so much of our internal and external landscape. We choose the yin energy of patience instead. Norman Blair says that becoming patient in an impatient world is a skillful action. The Buddha's teachings on patience state, infinite patience brings immediate results. Infinite patience brings immediate results. Okay, so you're going to go ahead and release yourself off of your supported backbend, whether you're on blocks or a rolled blanket or a rolled towel. And you're going to rest back for your final Shavasana. So you can lie down on your back. You can either have your palms up to your side 
or you can have your hands on your belly, whichever feels best in your body. And just take a moment now to notice how you feel at the end of the class after this full body deep yin yoga stretch. You can continue resting back here. I'm going to sit up and read you a poem. This poem is called What Silence Said by Julia Fehrenbacher. This is what silence said to me today. Trust what you cannot see. Move forward despite the wobbly groundlessness of I don't know. Breathe, love, create, show up as you are. Every day, no matter what, go to where the wild irises grow. Say thank you for all of it, weeds, cracks, sunbeams, the hand on your shoulder, the forever throb of ache. It's all a doorway, a hand leading you back to grace. This is what silence said to me today. Trust what you cannot see. Move forward despite the wobbly groundlessness of I don't know. Breathe, love, create, show up as you are every day, no matter what. Go to where the wild irises grow. Say thank you for all of it. Weeds, cracks, sunbeams, the hand on your shoulder, the forever throb of ache. It's all a doorway, a hand leading you back to grace. So gradually allow your breath to deepen, wiggle and stretch out. Take a deep breath, bend your knees, roll to your side and slowly make your way up to seated. Thank you so much for joining me for this full body deep yin yoga stretch. If you enjoyed this class, I would appreciate it so much if you gave it a thumbs up. And if you're not already subscribed, I would love it to have you as a subscriber for this channel for more videos like this. And if you put, that was the perfect full body yin yoga stretch in the comments. I'm sending you much love from beautiful British Columbia. May your joy be as deep as our Pacific Ocean. It may be as rooted as the old growth trees in our forest. And may you be as strong as our, own, our mountains. <laughs>